Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Interesting uh, developments in uh, what's happening with the light rail transit discussion. Hamilton's anchor institution leadership has issued a letter publicly urging the mayor and the members of the new council to move forward with uh, the BLAST network, uh, also urging them to get approval of the LRT operating agreement with uh, Metrolinx, of course. Keenan Loomis, President and CEO of the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce, is with us here in studio to talk about this. Happy Halloween. Good to have you here today. Yeah, happy Halloween to you, too. Who who thinks of these names, by the way? I'm always intrigued by acronyms. Uh, This is a great organization, by the way, the Hamilton Anchor Institution Leadership, and, of course, the acronym is HAIL. You get, so you got to have something like that. Right, yeah. Well, you start, you start with the acronym, and then you work backwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so whoever did this one, I hope you gave them the rest of the day <laughs> off. A nice idea. But this is this is a pretty powerful team. Yeah, well, it is a powerful team. Obviously, when you, you look at the names attached to this letter and you think of the tens of thousands of, uh, of employees and, and people that are served by these institutions, um, this is a very unprecedented uh, step for you know the anchor institutions to speak out in this way. As we know, um, it was early last year when the environmental assessment uh, was in front of city council and you know there was some delay there and and uh, and ultimately, you know, the the project, you know, was was in jeopardy at that point in time. And the anchor institutions uh, signed a letter that uh, urged council to go forward with the blast network. And I think that was a, a very decisive uh, step. That was, uh, was something that helped uh, get us to the ten five vote in council uh, that we needed to to pass that environmental assessment and and to be able to provide it onto the province. So the next stop. The next big agreement, the next uh, big uh, hurdle for the project is the operating agreement. Um, and uh, so first we need the uh, consortia that is going to come uh, together to uh, build this project. We need them to be identified. And, and so that's why uh, Hale also asked for uh, Metrolinx and Infrastructure Ontario to set a date for the uh, the RFPs to be submitted so that we can get on with this project. But But we think that, you know, we have had a little bit of delay. Um, there was some some delay caused by, you know, uh, the the labor forces within uh, the community that wanted to make sure that this was uh, going to be a unionized project, and and they certainly got assurances that that was the case. Uh, so that caused a, a little bit of delay, but uh, certainly we can get shovels in the ground by the end of 2019 if we go forward. And so that's what Hale wants to do. Well, and and obviously, well, the other delay obviously was city council itself at the yeah. election, but I mean, we knew that was going to come. Right. Uh, the problem I've got, if, of course, uh, uh, even with the new legislation here, they moved the election date up to October, which was a good thing to do. But uh, the swearing in doesn't happen until the first week of December. So there, there's, we're in limbo here right now where you can't really get anything done. And yeah. that, that's got to be frustrating. Well, it, yeah, but um, but it's not in, in City Hall's court at this point yeah. in time. It is in uh, Infrastructure Ontario and, and Metrolinx's hands. And so, um, well, in the province, really. Uh, and I'm sure they want to get the go-ahead as well from uh, provincial uh, officials uh, to go forward. But again, uh, the three consortia have already been uh, shortlisted. And so they're ready to go. They've probably got uh, their bids um, pretty much done. And they themselves were, were waiting the outcome outcome of the uh, municipal election, but, uh, you know, everybody, including the province, saw that uh, the mayor won, uh, Mayor Eisenberger won very decisively in uh, an election that uh, the anti-LRT folks were, were trying to make a referendum about this project, and and so that was noted um, within the province and and uh, within Hale as well, and, and so we urge uh, City Council to make this a top priority when they do uh, gather in uh, December 3rd. 
Is there still some consternation about this, Keenan, that uh, that this council may reverse this this whole idea? Well, I I think there is. Obviously, there's there is some political work left to be done, not just in uh, City Hall, but uh, within Queens Park as well. But for the most part, like I said, um, Mayor Eisenberger won re-election very decisively, and um, and that's a clear indicator uh, for us and and for the province and and everybody else that uh, you know people want to get on with this. You know, we've been talking about this for a lo- really long time. We've we spent ten years planning for this. We've spent over a hundred million dollars in planning for this, um, and you know there is a much broader twenty-five year strategy that this is a part of, and so you know in and, and that's why you know you. You see institutions that aren't necessarily going to benefit from the Beeline LRT stepping up and, and supporting this project because it is about the, the BLAST 25-year transit strategy. And the Beeline, of course, is, is the very first step in, in the BLAST network. And I, I always equate this with the the uh, expressway debate. Now, you weren't here for that. Uh, thankfully, you thankfully, should. Thankfully. Yeah. yeah, you should thank God for <laughs> no that surprise. every day of your life because uh, it dragged on for about 45 years. But the, the issue always was, well, it's going to be out in the east end of the city. Why should I support that if I live in the west end or if I live in Dundas and Waterdown? There are always going to be people like that. This yeah. is never going to have unanimous consent. No project does. And and right. council's got to get their head around that. Yeah. That this is never going to be a, a, a 15 to nothing vote on this. There's always going to be some dissenters. And God bless them. That's, that's what democracy is all about. But I think what we want this council to do, just as they did with the expressway finally, was look at the common good for the community. Right. And they did that. We've already seen the benefits of that with the economic growth that's happened up in Stony Creek Mountain uh, because of the, the fact that we finally got the expressway done. And they've got to take that same attitude towards this project. Yeah. Well, I, I've said it all along. These are the types of projects, the types of big initiatives where you have to take off your your ward hat and put on your board hat and understand you're a director of the corporation of the city of Hamilton. And of course, you wouldn't turn down a $1 billion investment, an opportunity to to upgrade your transit uh, to, uh, you know, a 21st century system. So from that perspective, yeah, it, it would be um, it, this is definitely the right thing to do. And, and again, we've spent 10 years planning this. Experts and, and engineers and, and, and transit professionals and, and, and so many others have, have looked at this, have, have, have made this the best project that we can. And it's, uh, it's you know, we're within one year of, of really getting shovels in the ground on this. So we're, it's, it's exciting, actually, that um, in, in last week's election really was a clarifying moment for that. And so uh, we wanted to make sure that we uh, took advantage of the momentum and, and that we made a, a really important um, and, like I said, unprecedented statement uh, this soon after the election. Your partners, obviously, the Chamber of Commerce being one of these, of course, ArcelorMittal DeFasco, uh, the Hamilton Community Foundation, Hamilton Health Sciences, St. Joe's, Mohawk, McMaster, the uh, Board of Education, and uh, the Hamilton Spectator. They're, they're the ones that make up this uh, anchor institution leadership, Hamilton Anchor Institute leadership. Uh, and as you mentioned, that, that speaks for an awful lot of people that are employed by those. But what they're looking at here, and because we've talked to most of the, uh, the representatives of all of those organizations, is they're looking for city building. Right. And, and that's really, that's the job of the city council. Yeah. I know there are ward healers on that council that just want to look at what's going on and, yeah, we'll fix the broken sidewalk and we'll do this. And yeah, that's part of the job. But you also have a responsibility as a city councilor to look at the big picture. And uh, I think a lot of them did that when they had that vote last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them had to look within themselves, and yeah. and 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 I, I applaud them for doing that. And I think they have to have that same attitude here. Yeah. Well, a lot of this is about what type of culture do we want to to be in in the city? What type of culture do we want to pervade? 
throughout all of our decision making. Do we want to be a city of, of no or a city of yes? And again, many of these institutions, they're not necessarily on the Beeline uh, LRT, but they know that they themselves have to innovate. Uh, think about the hospitals in particular and the educational institutions and, and the dollars that are, are diminishing from the province and, and the, the requirements for innovation um, that, uh, that they have, the mandate uh, to innovate. And so do they want to, uh, you know, present to a council that's open and, 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 and sees the big picture and, and is visionary and allows them to do the things that they need to do? Um, or do they want to, uh, you know, operate within a culture of, of, of no? And so, you know, this is, this is a really important shift uh, for the city. Um, and I think it's it's the right one, and and this is exactly what you know. Th- this is exactly the type of moment that these institutions like these um, that are so important to our community step up. And like I said, this is the the type of uh, of project in which the councilors understand that uh, they do have to make their decisions uh, with the greater good in mind. I, I've talked to some of the new councilors, and I don't know if you've had the opportunity to do that I have. Uh, as of yet. Uh, and and obviously some of them are. are you know, pretty much in line here. But I, I got the sense from a couple of them that they said, well, we, you know, we want to learn what we can. I said, yeah, that, you know what? You should have done that before. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be informed about what's going on here? All the information is out there. Yeah. Well, we can quickly get you up to speed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I will volunteer for that. Um, and, you know, I, I've found that, that most people, you, you sit down and talk to them, you know, for a half hour about uh, all the planning that's gone into this. And, and you know, you, you clarify some of the misconceptions that they might have. And of course, you know, they've heard some information that ultimately is, is not true, um, you know, from the other side, people who are trying to, you know, throw sand in the gears here. Um, and, and I find most people come away understanding, okay, yeah, this is absolutely the, the right thing that we need to do. And so, you know, these counselors, they're, they're no different than that. And I've found that uh, most of them are really good and, and open-minded about these types of things. Uh, you mentioned the province, uh, and there's some work to do at that stage, too. And, and I know what's happened here in the past, of course, that uh, that uh, Doug Ford has said, yeah, you can have the money one way or another. Uh, they, they seem to be hedging a little bit on that now. They said the money was for transit. Uh, some people are still hanging on to that. Uh, the, the way I would think we have to approach this, and I hope council approaches it in this fashion, is let's do what we need to do and, and let them worry about what they're going to do in Queen's Park. I mean, there's going to be a, a provincial budget in the spring, and there always is, mm-hmm. and they'll make announcements about spending at that stage. We don't want to make sure we're on that list, but if we're dragging our heels or saying, well, we're not so sure about that, we're not going to make the cut. Right, and that's why this was important, too, because the province is now working on, you know, they, they've been very busy um, doing some some really great things, I, things that I, I think are absolutely necessary, certainly in the, in, um, the reduction of red tape, for example. Um, so they've been busy. They've been themselves waiting for the outcome of all the municipal elections across the province. And now they're working on um, their uh, their letters of engagement with each of the municipalities. So they're they're trying to come to um, and, and, and refine their stance on a whole range of, of infrastructure projects that are happening across the province. And so Hamilton LRT is just one of those. Um, what we have to understand is that there is policy and there are politics, um, two entirely different things. And I know that the policy-minded folks, and, and there are a great number of, of really incredible policy-minded folks that are part of this government, um, people who want to build transit, 
regionally and, and, and locally um, because they understand the, the economic development that these types of things unlock and, and how important it is for um, employers to be able to get their employees um, from place to place across the region as well. So the, the policy-minded folks uh, within the government are very inclined to continue going forward on this. The politics, which you know, I have, I have less of an insight into, um, that's a whole different uh, side of the equation, and and we just hope to that you know cooler heads prevail on uh, on these types of things. Yeah, and whatever is going to happen is going to happen. But the th- the reality here is that no government uh, in, in Queens Park is going to commit to a long long term and an expensive project like this if the city doesn't have their act together. That's right. Uh, they they they're not going to s- set a billion dollars aside and simply say, okay, you guys let us know when you're ready, or if you decide what you're going to do, we'll just leave it here. Right. They want to spend it. Yeah. They've got to spend it because they want to get a return on that. And if we're not ready, uh, we lose. I mean, that's what it comes down to because right. it's going to go someplace else. I mean, that's the argument. Yeah. And, and we can control what we can control here in, in uh, Hamilton. Um, and then, uh, again, uh, work uh, the, the, the levers that we can um, within the province as well. But uh, like I said, this is, this is what we felt as institutions in the city, um, what we felt we could do. We, we, we wanted to say something we, we already have. Um, it was time to reiterate our support uh, for this project and, and hope that uh, the message is loud and clear within City Hall and in uh, Queens Park as well. Well, the other message here is that, you know, we've talked about this group here, the, the Hamilton Anchor Institution leadership. Uh, but they're not the only ones. I mean, no. th- this is that one organization yeah. that have come together and said we need to speak with one voice. But you, you talk to Joe Manson, Le- Leuna, and a number of other organizations, and they're fully supportive of this and want to get moving on it. Yeah, well, think of that uh, the poster that Graham Crawford did uh, about uh, all the, the entities and, and companies and organizations that support LRT. You know, that, that large poster of all the logos, I think we're up to well over a couple hundred now. Um, and many, many of the of the largest employers uh, within Hamilton. So you know, you're talking uh, uh, Grupo Bimbo uh, that now owns Canada Bread and, and Stackpole and um, and, and uh, Felfab and uh, you know Fox Forty and 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 Fluke and and all of those companies are in support of this project. And you can find all of their their logos on that um, that uh, it's a poster that continues to grow. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what uh, the, the latest download of, of, of logos, but I know that there are dozens and dozens constantly being added. So the groups are, are very diverse. So not only those uh, that have lent uh, their logo to that poster campaign, but um, the environmental groups, the transit user groups, you mentioned uh, the, the unions in town, the, the labor groups, um, the, the um, McMaster Students Association and, and uh, the Mohawk Students Union, all of those entities uh, have supported this project in the past. We're delegators um, when the EA was in front of council last year. Um, we'll are, are standing ready to delegate when they need to as well um, with the new council. Hopefully we don't have to, though. Hopefully it's clear for them that, um, you know, this is the case where, again, understand you have a lot of support here. It might not necessarily be support from within your own ward because, you know, you're in a corner of the city that might not see the benefits of this or, or you can't clearly see the benefits of this. But understand there is a ton of support within this community and that's exactly what you're going to need to be able to get through the challenges of of um, construction as well. So we're we're all on board and, um, and I think that this is a really good time. This is going to be um, uh, one of those moments, one of those uh, really defining periods of time for Hamilton that 
uh, you know, yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but once we get through this, um, it's going to be incredible to see what this city can do after this project is built. Keenan Loomis, uh, President and CEO of the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce, as always, thanks, and uh, continue good luck with this. Yeah, thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.